You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Here we go. Let's get ready to suck it. Welcome to your room. Snack bar, Lambeau Field. I was scalded by the cheese of a flaming hot nacho. You play to win the game. He starts to come and then he pulls out. It's from a slice of gabagool. Finish him. Welcome back to another episode of the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your boys, Dom and Mark. Back again for another episode. Welcome back, my brother. Yeah, episode 29 on the Chop Sports Network. How you doing? Uh, Doing good, man. Hope everyone out there is doing good. It's a um, football Sunday right now at the time of recording. Of course. We got the The Jets going up against the Green Bay Packers. And I think the Jets are catching the Packers at the perfect time coming back from London. Listen, this is a game that the typical same old Jets would lose in a big letdown fashion. Mm -hmm. They would come out flat today. Yeah. Um, Rodgers will have a field day, right? Throw mm-hmm. all over the field. Jets would lose like 41 to like 17, like mm-hmm. blowout style. Yeah. Um, but you don't feel that way today? I don't feel that way I don't way feel today. that way either. I don't. I feel pretty good about today, yeah, man. Um, I just think, A, the Packers just aren't great right now. Yeah. May they get better as the season progresses? Maybe. But like right now, I just don't think they're a great team. Like Rodgers doesn't have a lot of weapons. I don't even know if he wants to like be there anymore yeah. honestly I, a great team i don't even think they're a good team no that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah that's uh, not right now yeah not right and the jets they're not a great team either but they're you could see team. a trajectory yeah. right like they're getting better you know pretty much each week now you see them growing mm-hmm. you see the rookies you know taking on lead roles in the offense and the defense Brees hall how you doing oh yeah sauce gardner how you doing mm-hmm. and then you got you know jermaine johnson you know he's out there making plays you got garrett Wilson making plays. You know, this is a team kind of on the come up, man. There's a lot to be excited about. There's a lot of energy and momentum right now. So, yeah, going into this game, I feel, you know, I I think it's going to be a close game. I do, you know, either way, I don't think they're going to get blown out. I think they could win this game. Um, So we'll see. And I and I started saying because. You know, I haven't been to a game in a long, long time. Yeah, it's been what? It's been a couple of years. 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 Yeah. Since while Bowles was still coaching, I stopped. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, you because you said you absolutely refused to go through any type of gay Sarah bullshit. Yes. That was not happening. Yep. I refused. So that was a solid three sun years, right? Yeah, there. yeah I haven't been in a few a few yeah. years at least. Um so I was saying to a couple of Jets for, uh fan friends, and I was saying Listen, if the Jets beat Green Bay, you might be interested to be swayed to go. Very, very tempting. So it is tempting. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, Cowboys yeah. tonight. Big yeah. NFC East. Huge implications already. Uh, yeah. Undefeated Eagles right now. Yeah. I I honestly think we can win this game, too. I do, too. I just don't. We're, you know how we're not going to win this game if fucking Coop Rush has to throw like 50 times. That's when we're not going right. to win this game. Right. If we could play our game and like have our, our defense is the real deal. Like it's legit. So if we could play our game and just kind of keep the ball away from them, well, I, I don't see why we can't win this game. Yeah. I really don't. Cooper Rush has proven right now you really, you just, our defense is so good. You just have to be not an idiot. Right. And right. the offense, you know. And, and listen, the Eagles, right? Like, they're not going to go undefeated. No, they're going to have gonna to lose, lose yeah, right? They're going to lose. And uh, it makes sense that if they do lose, they'll mm-hmm. lose to a division rival that, you know, knows them. Mm-hmm. Right? That's kind of what happens. So, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I, I would be optimistic as well, though. Um, yeah, I'm pretty optimistic. I'm not going to lie. Almost went. Almost went to Philly. Thought about it. When's the last time you went to a Cowboys game? <sighs> um... I want to say it was Giants Cowboys. I went with Eric and Brian, and we sat. Uh, I forget. I forget what uh, who they even played. That was uh, post the game that you went to with Pat. Yes. Okay. Yes. But it's still been a while. Yeah. Oh my god, it's been like at least six years. At least maybe seven or eight. Even. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I was saying like. 
The last Cowboy Giant game I went to was that one, that 9-11 game, remember? Mm-hmm. That was a great game, even though we lost. Yeah, and I was saying for myself, like with Jets games, like multiple reasons why I didn't go. The coaching and the state of the team is definitely one of them. <laughs> yeah. But the, the stadium itself. It, and and life blows, dude. It's the worst. It's a terrible dude. stadium. That's why I want to go to Dallas. I need to go out there. I'm dying to go out there. Like, I've thought about it every year. I'm like, I'm going to go out there for this game. I'm going to go out there. For, and I you need with, to go. And I can stay with Larson, too. So it's not even like. A, yeah, you got people out there. There's yeah. no reason. You got to get out there. You just got to get the right game. Exactly. I'd like, get Rotman to go. Would you wait for a playoff game? I mean, that'd be great, but I don't know. If I was financially able to do it, I'd be like, fuck it, sure. You know, it would be all about my finances at the time. Well, you know, <laughs> what we should probably have is more people going to allstarvintage.shop. Mm-hmm. Buying some awesome yeah. gear. Speaking of which, so Mark could get to a Cowboys have to game. Print that label after, so we don't forget. Yes, we do. <laughs> the Nick Swisher uh, Yankees tees going yeah. out today. Going out the door. Um, all right, so yeah, get off the topic of football real fast because it's uh, it's still you know it's it's October. It's still spooky season, you know. And we yesterday fucking did our annual uh, horror marathon. I guess you just put it because. We usually just go. Yeah, we did. We went with the theme of all movies we've never seen before. Again, of course, it's a go-to. But um, I don't know. I feel like yesterday we didn't get a, we didn't get a ton of movies in. But I liked every movie we watched, and I liked the pace that we did it at too. Yeah, like I liked every movie we watched, and I I feel like, and we only had the gong one. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, why don't you explain to everybody what the gong rule is? Oh, well. Basically, with anything like the like this or, or, or anything really like competition wise or like I said, we're watching movies here. If if there's something is so egregiously terrible and something is so fucking just awful, offensively bad, yeah, it gets the gong. You know, just the ba- you know the gong show. Remember, you hit the <laughs> fucking. So I mean, yeah, if it's awful, it gets the fucking bing. And um, we just turn it off and it's it's done for and it's just it's gonged. It's done. So it's pretty much been no, it's known to be dead at that point. So that movie, that movie was called The Endless. Yeah. So and apparently <laughs> what, uh, pretty fast for us. What Joe said, um, he didn't want to tell us until we started watching it, uh, was that it was like a quasi sequel or prequel okay. to another movie oh. that I had no idea what yeah. that was either. So I have no idea. Yeah, uh, what the hell was going on? But it was yeah. like a UFO cult flick. Yeah, it was like a, it was weird. It was really slow paced. It just didn't fit this kind of flow of the day that we had going on. So, yeah. gone. Really fucking bad. But, but there uh, were some good ones as well. No, honest. No, that's what I said. Listen, I gave everything I saw yesterday like a high grade. Like everything got a pretty high grade. I enjoyed every movie we watched. <laughs> like, and that's not easy for me to say. Because it usually is a couple fucking duds. 100%. So let's talk about these. The the Endless will skip, right? That one was gonged. Well, yeah. Well, I can't say everything was great (laughs) because... Well, yeah. It wasn't great. There's a few. But let's start with some of the good. Yeah. Before I go into my rant about Halloween ends. Mm. But before that, we opened up with the Munsters. Oh, yeah. Rob Zombie's The Munsters. And like I said, I thought I was going to hate this fucking movie. I got the whole time. I'm like, when I watched the trailer, even I'm like, this is, this is going to be shit. I thought it was, it looked like it was filmed on a fucking iPhone. It looked like the sound quality was going to be awful. But to be honest, it was very entertaining. And it was like, I can't, I don't really know if it was true to like the monsters per se, but it was it was a it was fresh. It was a fresh con like like uh it was a fresh take on the idea of the monsters or the monsters whatever. Right. And and, and, and I thought it was good. It was, it was very enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. And listen, like we had how many people yesterday overall or just during oh, that while we were watching the months monsters was like, there four or five of us? Yeah, like you, me, your sister. Joe, Joe Cap, Scott. Scott. Yeah, it's like six. So six of us. Yeah, seven. six, seven. Okay, so everybody, I think, in there kind of felt the same way. Uh-huh. And, like, usually we watch a movie and, you know, it's kind of mixed reactions, right? Everyone has different tastes. Everyone that was in the room watching the Monsters yesterday yeah. dug it. 
Like, yeah, you know, no one disliked it. And it's funny because when this movie was coming out, I mean, there was like no fanfare. Like no. people were pissed off about it. Yeah. Like I said, even me, when I saw the trail, I'm like, this is going to be terrible. You know, people were talking about the lighting, like the, the way it was filmed. Like you mm -hmm. said, it felt like it was filmed through like an iPhone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the colors that they were using, the visuals Everyone's saying it does. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. But it should have out. been in black and black yeah. and white the whole time. Yeah, but, but turns out I think it does work. It, I, I think it worked yep. well. I think it made it made it that extra campy kind of over the top kind of feel. You know, and and this was the thing too that we were saying while we we're watching it, and very early on in the movie, you know, we we're saying like, okay, like we get it. If people don't like this, it's obviously because they don't get the direction zombie was trying to go mm -hmm. with this. But like, I think it works like, yes, everything was exaggerated, right? It's an extreme exaggeration of the mon monsters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, like the characters were, were ridiculous, but like, it was funny. Like the jokes were funny. It was witty. Like i liked the visuals. I liked yeah. the colors throughout it. I think, you know, someone who gets a lot of slack and even coming into this, I was like, eh, I don't know if it's going to work. Sherry moon. Sherry Moon Zombie, uh -huh. the wife of Rob Zombie, yeah. starring as Lily Munster. Very true. I think she nailed that role. I don't care what anyone says. I think she did a fine, yeah, fine job. I didn't job. hate it. Didn't hate it at all. I thought she did. Yeah. She did just she didn't hate it. I, I can't sit there and say she fucking killed it. Oh, my God. It's the fucking best thing I've ever seen. But it fit the movie very yeah, well. She, yeah. She was able to do it. Yep. And you know. Herman Munster, the guy who played Herman Munster. Yeah, I saw a lot of people hate on that. Yeah. And I don't really get why. I thought he did a good job. And and I, I get it. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of, like, true, like, hardcore, like, fans of the Munsters out yeah. there, right? That are, like, yeah, that's probably some they're going to chew yeah. it apart every little aspect of it if it doesn't match, like, the original mm -hmm. version. Whatever. Listen, I'm passionate about some things like that, too. The Munsters is not one of those for me. So I think that's why I was able to kind of like appreciate this version a little more too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it really depends on your taste, your flavor, but from all the negativity I heard from it, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I, I, I think I gave it what? Maybe seven out of 10 miles? Yeah, I think I was right there too. Take like care, I mean, Yeah, I can't. I, I, I want to sit here and I mean... I wanted to rip it apart when I first, like when we first started, even your sister at first was like, I didn't think I was going to get this, but she's like, turns out I do get it and I like it. Now she's going to be Lily Monster for fucking Halloween. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Which suits <laughs> your sister perfectly. It's fine. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I gave that seven out of 10 models considering I thought I was going to give it like two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, a good success. <laughs> it was a win. Start the day off with a win. Agreed. Agreed. Know? And then um, we move what, to what that? number two. Yeah. Let's go to Deadstream. Deadstream was the second movie. We had the gong. The endless was oh, the gong. That was the gong. Okay. And then we had a couple shorts that I yeah that I didn't include. Okay. But we oh, broke yeah, right. yeah we broke them up with some shorts uh, that we found on YouTube that Scott suggested and those were pretty good too. Yeah. But um, the second uh, full length feature was Deadstream. Okay. Another one like I normally hate found footage shit. Same. But I thought this was pretty good. Overall, I think I gave this like a six and a half Marones out of ten because, uh, you know, it's just it's found footage, whatever. But I like the take on it. It's like Sky is uh, he's an influencer. A social media yeah, like, like influencer a, yeah, streamer he's a guy. Streamer. He's a popular streamer and he's got like a lot of followers. And, right. you know, so he does everything for views and likes, <laughs> as most of these fucking people do. But uh, he, he goes into a haunted house. He's doing all this challenge. And it turns out the house is really fucking haunted. And it's uh, like, you know, some crazy shit happens. It definitely has like evil dead vibes to it. Big time. Like they definitely tried to take some evil dead like comic value you know how they have like the little kind of humor to it you know they tried they definitely tried to take some of that and i think it actually kind of worked i thought it worked honestly like it wasn't and what that was only like what an hour and 25 minutes maybe yeah that was i think that one. was think that was perfect right around there because if it was longer it would have been kind of thing kind of torture yeah but there were some parts in that movie where I was just like, ooh, that's eerie looking. Like just some of like the weird little visuals where I just thought it was super creepy. But uh, I mean, yeah, I, I, I another one, like I said, that I started the day off and I enjoyed. I knew nothing about this movie going into. I knew zero about it. And when we watched it, I was I, I first when we first started, I was like, is this the movie? 
I was like, I thought it was like an ad at first, but no, it was, it was good. But I, I turned out to be, I don't know who made that or where that came from, who suggested that, but I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. So here's how I feel about it. I was not as generous with my rating for this one. And I was even thinking about it more this morning. I'm like, did I really dislike it? Or was I just being a brat? And um, I, I think what the big negative for me was like, yes, found footage. I'm not overly excited about going into because I'm mm -hmm. generally not a fan. I think this was kind of more of a fresher take on that style. Yeah. So for that, I appreciate what they were trying to do. Um, but the guy that was playing the main role as the streamer influencer mm -hmm. guy was so annoying. But I to think me. that was the idea. It I was think too much. Had, I think he was meant to be this over the top fucking influencer. You know, like I think that was the idea. But. I mean, I get it. I get why you wouldn't like it. It didn't. Yeah, that was just a miss for me. But yeah. I, I understand what you're saying from your side, too. But I will say, like, some of the kills were really good. Yes. Like, the end of the movie was yeah. really fun. Like, yeah. it was a lot of fun. So, like, my rating went up, like, towards the end. I, I was, like, at, like, a three, I yeah. think. And I, like, moved it up to maybe a 4.2 or something like that afterwards. But... I could see why people would like this movie and I could see why people may not like it. So it's kind of like an in-betweener for me. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it was good. It, it was good enough to watch for the marathon for sure. Oh, yeah. worth a watch. Oh yeah. Cause like I said, there's a lot of fun, there's a lot of fun, like action, like, like not kills per se, but like fight scenes and shit like that throughout the movie. And um, yeah, it keeps you entertained. Like it, it has, like I said, that Evil Dead humor value to it, where it's not like hilarious, but it has like a little part here that'll make you laugh, like Mill Dead, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. stupid shit a like that. Stupid dumb subtle a little, stuff. Yeah, a little subtle dumb shit that they throw. That's pretty fun. That's what I think keeps you entertained during the movie. Agreed. So I guess I gave that like a six and change. My owns. Take care. Brush it. Brush it, maybe, if you feel like it. So we're going to go keep going in chronological yeah, order here. how we kind of did it. And we even did the wheel, but, you know, some things we wanted, we, we put on the wheel we wanted to watch were like Smile and Barbarian and obviously Terrifier too. We had a lot in our list that we wanted to watch. And I I would have stuck it up another time, like a movie if we got something like Terrifier too. you know, like. Oh, yeah, definitely. But um, we just couldn't get the streams for them. It is what it is. So the third one was the biggest disappointment uh -huh. of the day. This is the one, yeah. The long, long anticipated Halloween uh -huh. ends. Yeah, that is one big pile of shit. Could tell you from the rip, I knew this movie wasn't going to be shit. Just because like the last two weren't really anything. Now the first one Blumhouse did, I thought was decent. Okay, I mean, I didn't say it was like the worst, but like, yeah. The second one. I was just like, eh, really yeah. didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, it really, the story didn't evolve too much. And then coming into the third one now, I'm like, okay, the second kills was a transitional movie. I get it to get us to the third and final act. Right. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand what the third and final act was. Thank you. When we fucking, it felt like they were literally starting a new franchise in the beginning of this movie. Or I should say, yeah. In the, yeah, because the big no, well, because the beginning of this movie was actually good. Yes, let's be fair. Let's but be fair. Also, when I say that, if you think about it, it's a pure introduction. A pure, of a, yes, it's the introduction of a new series, almost. Just, but, but it was a good, it was a good intro. After that, forget about it, man. That movie was a fucking pile of shit. You know, I I, I put out a post this morning on Facebook because it was I, a love story. It was like Twilight. Yes, that, <laughs> Twilight. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, it's one of those vampire love stories yeah. in your mind, and it really felt like I was watching a Netflix vampire love story. Fucking it was love so story. Corny. Like, what am I watching? It had no feel or vibe mm -hmm. of a Halloween movie. Not until whatsoever. The last Fifteen to twenty minutes, maybe. Yep, that's why I said I think like last ten minutes. Yeah, you know, I and it was it was so disappointing, and I thought it was like. Hold on. So I'm so fucking frustrated. <laughs> so let me go back to Halloween um, uh, kills at the uh -huh. end. It looks like they're going to introduce this power, uh, supernatural element uh -huh. into Michael. Yes. And that was kind of going to be explained in the final mm, act yes. in Halloween ends. Yeah. That's kind of, and I'm like, okay, 
I could buy into that because mm-hmm. Michael should he's be the shape. 95 yeah. fucking years old right now. How's he still doing the yeah. things that he's going to do? Okay, explain it to me. If, if there's some type of yeah. evil force behind it, like we're alluding to, what is it? Let's let's find that let's out. See it. And instead, they want to introduce this brand new character, brand new storyline. And like you're saying, like, why now? Yeah. Why now? Why now? <laughs> Get fucking still out here. Why now? Why, Why now? Listen, I don't want to put too many spoilers out there, but I'll tell you what. If you've seen Halloween 3 season of The Witch, yeah. in terms of where the fuck is Michael Myers, uh huh, very similar that way. And, which is what makes me think this fucking director is just some type of sick fucking evil genius piece of shit because I feel like he did this shit on purpose. Even one, even the fan outcry, I think he did this shit on purpose. Because if you look, his trio, his trilogy follows almost the same trilogy directory, like direction wise as the original trilogy. The first movie is kind of like the first movie. Like his is just a reimagining of the original 78, you know. The second one is a pure continuation of, of the first of the one. The first one, it takes place mostly in a hospital. It takes place not with not a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis. It's more directed towards her daughter and her granddaughter. Yep. You know, and then the third one, not only are the graphics exactly the same as Season of the Witch, but he takes the movie in a totally different direction. Season of the Witch was supernatural. And like more like kind of witchcraft type of deal. But here's the thing: and with this goes in the like is goes supernatural as well, but all, but more of like a fucking love story, right? But he goes off the rails as like just like they do, just like the original fucking third movie went off the rails. There's no Michael Myers, hardly, and then they, he tells some totally different fucking story. Yeah, that could be something totally different. And, and here's the deal too: is that when Season the Witch was developed, right? Halloween mm-hmm. 3. The plan was to make that, it anthology, right? Yes. Yeah. Right? It, Michael Myers is not supposed to exist anymore in this world. Mm-hmm. That chapter's done. And it, yeah, it was supposed to be a pure anthology, but the fan outrage, mm-hmm. you know, of everybody wanting Michael Myers mm-hmm. forced them to kind of go back from the direction they were going to go and reintroduce Michael back yeah. into the series. So here it's it's no, that that's not what the game plan no, is, right? Not at so, all. like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Is like this could be an ode to that, right? Right? This guy's this big of a nerd to do yeah, that. Yeah, that big of a. But it's totally man. two different circumstances. <laughs> like, why would you do that when you don't have to do that? Like, that's just going to piss people off exactly. and turn people off. And I, I quite, quite honestly, I don't. If you do like this movie, I don't understand why. Yeah. I, I, I there, there's nothing to like. There's no redeeming qualities. There's nothing to like. No, and you, the kills are okay, but that's when it. there are any. Yeah, there's not many. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. They're okay, and there's not that many. That's why I. I that's why this movie's terrible. Michael's a complete afterthought in this movie. Yeah. This At new- least in Halloween Kills, Michael like was brutal. He was. It was. It was brutal murder. <laughs> like you, you're not even getting that in this movie. No. 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 I mean, complete afterthought and. You know, like we're saying with the introduction to this new character, I just felt like it was like an irresponsible, lazy way to just force something new Uh into the series just for the sake of it. Force a story. But again, I'll go back. They had the storyline going Mm -hmm. with the whole supernatural storyline going into it. But I think they tried tried to do that with how like, I don't want to give too much away with this, you know, but I think think they tried to do that with that scene in particular. Yep. And the fact that you it shows, you know, Michael is weak and or strong by certain circumstances. Certain elements will yeah. make him stronger and yada, yes. yada, yada. Yep. And that's the other thing, too. While we were watching this, I'm like, it's not even original no. because it reminds me of uh-huh. like Nightmare on Elm Street, uh-huh. too. And there's a couple other ones like that that are just, yeah. you know, that lazy writing. Come on, man. <laughs> it's lazy. You can't come up with anything more original than that. Like, yeah, even if you want, that's why I said, even if you want to take it in another direction, you could take it in another direction, fine, but make it make sense. Right, right. And and the one thing I s- said, too, is, okay, if this is the route you want to go, they should have killed Halloween. Like the route of the anthology? They should have go the route of an- the anthology. Make a series called Haddonfield. Yeah, that would be cool. And it could be sub-stories of People events that are going on 
in the town. It could be loosely related to Michael, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And then, you know, I was telling Joe this and Joe's like, oh, so you basically mean like Halloween three. But yeah, with that expectation already set though. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a, it's a spinoff series. It's not directly Halloween. Yeah. And I think if you go that route, like you can make those things work. What I don't want to see now is them making like a new Michael Myers, like a new modern day Michael Myers with like this Corey kid or, or yeah. oh, no, 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 please God. Or no. anybody could be Michael Myers. Yeah. Now because the shape could pass through, through anyone. Like, like, no. Yeah. We can't be no. having that. We can't be having that. They do that shit. It's just like, it's lazy. It's and it, it takes lazy. the whole, you know, um, it, mystery it, of Michael. Yeah. Away, thank you. Exactly. You know, yeah. It, you know, the power of Michael, the mystique of Michael, like yeah. all that. You know, yeah, because if anybody could be Michael, like I'm not gonna be scared of like you know my sister walking down the street with Michael. Mm-hmm. You know, like so yeah. I mean, lazy, irresponsible, um, corny. Oh God, <laughs> no! On I mean, cob heavy. I think I I call, on the cob. I um I think I rated it like a like a three. Yeah, I gave it like a two. I gave it two or three. I was not because interested. the end was good. Yeah, the end gave it some closure. Some mediocre closure well like yeah we gave it two i give it you give it a three i give it two mud ones yeah so uh, anybody going into this movie just know that you're going into a fucking mess <laughs> and i really hope halloween has ended oh yeah i hope they're just done please don't do this to shit anymore because <laughs> i'm done listen if blumhouse puts out another one no i don't want blumhouse. i'm not interested uh, yeah no, but then like another company will put one out. It'll be like, oh, we'll give it a shot. In it'll like be, five years. It'll be decent. Yeah. yeah. And here comes another three. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, you know what? And this is why I praise Terrifier. Yeah. Our Terrifier is top notch shit. It's indie. Top notch. They power. have full control over it. They're not, it's not a remake of something else. Mm-hmm. It's original. Absolutely. Now there's, you know, you're going to take elements from things that you're inspired of, of course, but like fucking terrifier, man. That's it. Do something new. Yeah. Bring in a new character. Exactly. Why do we have to recreate the same? You don't have to recreate shit. You don't have to recreate the genre. You don't have to recreate anything. Just come up with an original story with an, like, you know what I'm saying? With a, with a, with a character that is either original or very relatable, mm-hmm. you know, and that's it. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> so that's, I listen and I could go on for days and complain for days about this, but yeah. let's move on. Yeah, we have we're, a yeah, couple we, more movies. We, yeah, yeah. We got through some other flicks after that. So <laughs> the, the fourth one on the day. I saw about half of it because I'm an idiot Mm -hmm. and uh, I was just shot out and ordered a bunch of Chinese, thought I Uh ordered it for delivery. And as I'm waiting, half an hour goes by, maybe a little bit more. I'm like, let me check my phone again. (laughs) Go back on the app. I'm like, nope. Ordered to pick it up like an asshole. So that was fun. (laughs) But I saw bits and pieces. You probably saw more than I did. So what are your thoughts? That was what? Choose or die on Netflix. Right. So... Another one I had no expectations going into because I had never even heard of it. But I saw Terry. I was instantly hyped. I was like, ah. Uh, But this one, very interesting. Kind of like a a take on like maybe like a Saw vibe, you know, something like that. Where it's like you play this, it's almost like a game where you're, it's a curse in a game, you know, or something like one of that same old story, you get cursed and then, you know, you can pass it to other people, but it's like, you have to play the game. You have to, and you just may, you choose. And basically your choices affect certain things with either other people or other situations or things like that. And it was not a bad movie. Once they, you know, once they explained the curse and everything and how it works, uh, and you understood the game and you understood like how like people can transfer to other people or, or how they can hurt themselves, but it hurts other people. Uh, once you understand all that in the movie, pretty, pretty entertaining movie. I like what I saw from it. And it had some pretty good kills. Like the gore factor was pretty good. And I gave that movie another one. I gave like a seven out of 10 Marones. Because I mean, you're not, there's no real like Hollywood big shots in there. You know, it's like a little bit more of a low budget horror, but it wasn't low budget to the point where it was like unwatchable. Uh, no, that movie, like I said, I gave it a seven out of ten. My own, uh, 
uh, take care, brush it. And it was pretty good. It wasn't, you know, you said you can't really give a critique on you ran it out, but it's, it, it it's a good movie. It's worth a watch. Yeah. That's, you're that's into, how I felt. Especially if you're into like the sauce franchise and shit like that, give it a fucking watch. And was, we did one more after that, right? Yeah. And the last one was another surprising one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Studio 666. Yeah. Starring the Foo Fighters. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> and not, like I said, another one, uh, I had no expectation going into it. I heard about it. Some people said it was this and that. They said it was not bad. Give it a watch. And I liked it. Another one I also gave seven out of ten. Seven and a half. Almost gave it eight models. Yeah. Because it was that good from what I wasn't expecting. I think I was around a seven with it, too. And yeah, yeah I'm thinking like, all right, the Foo Fighters yeah. horror movie. Like, is it going to be funny? Serious? Like, what are they going to try to do with and this? And it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was gory as fuck. Yeah. And like, it was rated R. So it was awesome. It and was gory. They got the curse. It was great. And it wasn't like they were trying fun. They weren't trying to be funny to the point mm -hmm. where it was like corny. And it's like, all right, how are these rock stars really going to act in like a horror movie? Yeah. Like, I wasn't. And I liked the idea they went into it though like them as the band and they're going to record and stuff like that and some of those songs were kind of rippers some, some of the riffs right? were hard <laughs> but yeah overall it was just a, like you said it was a fun very movie. fun movie and it was like perfect for the day it was perfect for the last one because it kept you entertained it was kind of late at night not late but late enough to where if you're watching movies all day you're gonna fall asleep yep so like this is a perfect movie to have on to keep your attention because it's constantly something going on. And like the effects are great in this movie. The kills are awesome. It's the fun. Fucking, the yeah. gore is great in this movie. Like it makes you, it has a lot of traditional effects feels to it. And then the, even the, the CGI they use, like I really like the, the way the demons looked like the Eek demons. Mm -hmm. oh, very cool. Ooh, creepy. creepy. Yeah. The dark shadows with the yes. red eyes, the very red eyes and the red mouths and stuff like that. The way those looked like they made them look awesome. Like, the transition with the night and the day and the colors and like I don't know who like did that movie effects wise, but I think they did a fucking great job. Whoever it was, they saw the same demons that I've seen yeah, as a kid. Up, yeah, <laughs> when I shadow see, people. Oh my god! And I, I, there'll be a full. You know, maybe we should do a full episode on my house one day. Yeah, and, and just our uh, ghost paranormal experiences. <laughs> yeah, that will be so one. a paranormal podcast. Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah, for, you know, well Halloween, Halloween style episode. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. But Ooh. even before I moved into that crazy house, the first house i grew up in in uh, dude i swear this was not imaginary i was very young mm -hmm. but in the hallways of this house there was this thing that i called and i don't know how i got mm -hmm. the name the eek and it was e-e-k uh -huh. e and i knew how to spell it uh -huh. i knew what it was and it was this tall shadow person yeah now with, that you if you go back and look at it now like if you just look up shadow person that's like what comes up like with red you, you know you're not the only person who have seen this right thing. Yeah. right that's how I know it's not my Bullshit, imagination. Yeah. Red beady eyes, and he had long fingers. Yep. Dude. And then when I see this shit on TV now and stuff, I'm like, nah, this is what this yeah, is what I've seen. Exactly. I mean, like, let you know that you weren't the only person. It's validation. Almost. Exactly. Um, crazy. But yeah, we'll definitely talk about that more. Mm -hmm. Um, the horror fest was a success, man. The yeah. last and the one. last one at this at this residence, so we had to do it upright. We did it big, so it was fun, good time. Um mm -hmm. Let's take a break. Yeah, let's do that. On the other side, we'll get back into the football card collection uh -huh. segment. Unnamed. Jersey talk. Jersey fucking talk. Couple more things and then we're out. Yeah. So stay tuned. Hang tight. We'll let Dave do his thing and we'll yeah. be back after this. Yes, sir. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports. And today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. What's up, everybody? This is Sturch and Gooch, and I'm here to talk to you guys about the flagship show right here on the Chop Sports Network. We're talking about the Chop Sports Daily. 
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Go check us out on YouTube. We go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So give us the old subscribe ski. Did you just channel your inner Sturch? Channeling my inner Sturch. Yeah, if you want to listen to uh, Gooch talk to you about how dominant he is in everything every day, tune in at 11. I mean, dominant in softball, dominant in tennis. Definitely dominant in dodgeball. Uh, dominant in California kickball. Monday yeah. through Friday, folks, 11, 11 o'clock. I wasn't done. And we're back for the second half of episode 29. You're Dude, tuned into the All-Star Vintage Podcast, man. That's right. Hell yeah. Hell. Oh, oh, it's a real somber day also, real fast, before we get into the card. Sure, segment. sure. Um, just want to lay to rest the LA Dodgers 2022 MLB season. <laughs> they uh they went out last night and they took a shit. So there's that. So goodbye, Dodgers. Fuck you. Up next to the Knicks. <laughs> They're coming soon. It's gonna be another nice disappointment. Shit. Yep. So let's get into the unnamed card segment that we don't have a name or a theme or anything. Let's for. do it, uh, brother. <laughs> yes, indeed. So we're gonna go first pick. We are going a running back. Uh-huh. Running back, offensive side of the ball. Upper deck, mm-hmm. collector's choice. Uh-huh. We're talking uh-huh. 1997. Uh-huh. Running back for the Miami Who's Dolphins. Been? See if you remember this. 97? Yeah. For the Dolphins? Um, give, me a, give me a hint. Okay. Uh, it's a hyphenated last name. Okay. Fucking, I, I'm not going to remember. I have no idea. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, okay. Running back. Dolphins. Dolphins fans, you'll remember him. Yeah, I kinda, I thought I was thinking somebody told totally you. 5'10", 194 pounds out of UCLA. Huh. Back of the card. Let's see what it says. Just one year removed from his Pac-10 rushing title at hmm. UCLA. So is he a rookie or a year? Yeah, probably a year in. Yeah, a year in. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Burst onto the NFL scene in 1996 mm-hmm. and shattered the Dolphins' single-season rookie rushing Jesus. standard. Wow, shit. So did you know in his NFL debut, Abdul-Jabbar rushed for 115 yards Damn. against the Patriots Damn. to win the AFC Offensive Player of the Week honors nice. in his debut. That's a hell of a debut. So his, um, let's see, his rookie season. You think he got a guy? He had huh? over a thousand yards. It's a good year. Over eleven hundred yards. It's a good year. Um, eleven no touchdowns. Slip. There you go. It's another, yeah, it's a good year. No way you slice it. over a thousand yards is always a good year. Uh, sure. So that was still while uh, Marino was there too. Yeah, he was a weapon. So Abdul Jabbar, that's nice. one. Nice. Okay. Okay. We'll right, let's next. see what we got for number two. All right, we're going to the NFC side. Okay. Okay. On the defensive side of the ball. We're talking a linebacker. Mm-hmm. It's a pro set 19, I want to say 90. Yep, 1990 pro set. Mm-hmm. Linebacker from the San Francisco okay. 49ers. Who do you think? Who do you think? Bill, big bad Bill Romanowski. Yes, it is. That's sick. Most hated. Yeah, he was a... Uh, he was a fucking all I, intense I, guy. Yeah, I I still he was a great actor too. He was in a what couple, was he in? He was in a couple movies. Um, well, he was in wasn't he in uh the Longest Yard? Was he? Yeah, I, think I don't he remember. He was, <laughs> he was no one idea. of the guards. And oh, uh, I think you're right. Yeah, wasn't yeah. Stone Cold in that too? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he says N word a lot in that. But uh, yeah, no, Romanowski, mad intense. He was also wait, didn't he also play years for the fucking Raiders too? Right. Played for the Raiders, played for the Broncos. Yeah. He was a, oh, yeah, yeah. He won Super Bowls with the Broncos. Yeah. So, he, legend. Yeah. He was, uh, he was drafted, um, his first year was 1988. Mm-hmm. So, Romo had 53 tackles mm-hmm. in 1988. In 89, he had 53 tackles again, one sack. Um, so I don't think he was playing much his first two years. He was mm. like kind of in a backup kind of role. Sidelined. And it says on the back of the card too, uh, key backup at outside linebacker mm-hmm. and as a special teams performer in 1989, posted 53 tackles, a sack, two fumble recoveries and an interception. Damn. Added 12 tackles in the postseason, mm. including five in the Super Bowl year um, when they beat the Broncos, the Niners beat the Broncos. Mm. So he played in the Super Bowl. 
for the Niners, and then I guess for the Broncos too, yeah. right? Yeah, he played for the Broncos then too. Yeah. So that card was probably what ninety you said ninety nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah. So it's going into sense. his third year yep. Yep. at a Boston College, drafted yeah. in the third round, eighty eight motherfucker. Romanowski, love him or hate him, man. Like I said, he was an intense oh, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. So that was a good one. And then third, let's see what we got for mm-hmm. number three. Um, okay, going back to the offensive side of the ball, staying in the uh, NFC now, going to the NFC East. You know how we like loser quarterbacks? Uh-huh. Like it's kind of one of our right. things. Yeah, I love loser quarterbacks. We like collecting uh, mm-hmm. bad quarterback jerseys. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have him, but definitely falls in the loser quarterback category. Okay, um, okay so we're talking 1997. This is the playoff first and 10 series. <laughs> uh, quarterback from the Washington Redskins oh. at the time. Who was he? Oh, oh, oh. I have no idea. 97. I have no clue. Gus Farrat. Gus Farrat was there in 97? Yeah. I thought it was 2000. Farrat, well, he, was there he, was 90, there. he got there, I think, in 96. Oh, so he probably played there for like three or four years, which makes sense, actually. Farrat had a career season for the Redskins, oh who God. posted that a 9-7 yeah. record. Let's say that must have been his first year there. Completed 57% of his passes, <laughs> over 3,400 yards, 12 touchdowns. Ran head first into the wall, knocked himself <laughs> out, gave himself a concussion, couldn't play next week. Gus Farrat, ladies and gentlemen. Jerk. Yeah, talking about jerk-off idiot quarterbacks. That's one. He's in there. Yeah. So I guess my favorite card out of those is probably the Romanowski. Agreed. Yes, the so Romanowski. Do you want to hear? So give me the Romanowski. Okay. I want to try something. Okay, what do we got? What do you think? What do you think? We're talking about... We were talking about card values and shit the other day, and I was like, why don't we check... You know, when we pick out the card we like the most, and we'll take a look. It's actually fucking worth a damn, you know? Well, it's going what? for a dollar and fifty on eBay. Is it? I'm looking at it right here. Check it out. Dollar fifty, Bill Romanowski. There you go. Buck fifty on eBay. And then oh it looks it sold for four ninety nine. Ooh. Yeah. So this is possible fuck possible five dollar card. All right. right all right. I like it. To yeah. That's pretty cool. We will do that with some better cards for sure, just to say, because, I mean, I'm sure with the better cards, it's probably a higher value. Yeah, I think we can, um, after we go through this round of my mid-tier guys, mm-hmm. we'll open it up for the higher tier. and uh, Yeah, and we'll do the values. Hopefully, we'll get some higher dollar values from there. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. But yeah, that's cool. I like nice. that. So, that brings us to this week's edition of Jersey Talk. Jersey Talk. Jersey Talk. Yeah. Jersey Talk. Jersey Talk. My fucking mom. Jersey Talk, you fucking bitches. Then <laughs> uh, we're going to travel down to the NFC South today because I don't think we've done that yet. And I don't know if we've done the AFC South, but we're going to find out. <laughs> we normally do divisions East and South or AFC, NFC. So if we didn't do the after. AFC yet, then that's probably the last one. Probably. Okay. <laughs> Let's start in yeah. a Tampa Bay. Tampa Boo. Yeah. Um, this one's easy for me. I, you, well, you like the popsicles, don't you? I do. Yeah, the creamsicles. The creamsicles are my go-to, but I do like... I got to say, they're not my favorite. I like their new jerseys, like their too. recent era Me jerseys. Too. Yeah. I like them. Me too. And I'm they really saying. never strayed too much after they made that initial change, which they've, I like too. They've done a little thing here and there, but I like when they originally changed to that logo. That's the all stock ears. Yep. You know, that's my, that's my favorite. Those, uh, those red ones, I guess you call them. Yeah. I'm going with the, I'm going with the cream skulls, the home and the way the the orange ones, the white ones were clean too, man. Look at that one. No, I I mean, listen, I, I'm not going to hate on them, but I mean, I just wasn't a big fan. I mean, I, the white ones are a lot cleaner than the orange. I think the orange ones are so ugly. I can't believe that. Those are all, those are sick, but the red one, that's my favorite one. That one with the pewter uh, yeah. pants, the they gold got going pants. On. Yeah, I think it's a good attire. Kind of original, actually, with that gold in there. That so you're going with the I'm going mm-hmm. with the cream schools. Yeah. you're going I'm, with the red going current with the versions. Red. Yeah, well the well, one all star year. years. Yeah, because the new ones the numbers are a little different. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I mean, listen, Tampa's always had good jerseys, good jerseys man, when you yeah, look at it. Especially if you like the cream sickles. I'm mm-hmm. not a big fan, but if you like the cream sickles, then they've they've definitely they've been, you know. 
All right, these ones I don't like. That's the ones I'm talking about. The, the, those are like the newest new ones. Okay. The ones I don't, I don't fuck with those. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that they changed them like yeah. this. These I don't like, man. Yeah, that's why I said I like the all-star years. Well, I'm looking at the, the, the white ones with the gray uh, on the shoulders. Uh-huh. And those are the ones with the different numbers. Now, I'm the pants about. I like. Yeah. But I was saying, like, the, that has a different number, too, mm. than the all-star year ones. And, uh, and, yeah, then I'm looking at their current. Yeah, um, yeah that's. Uh, I guess those aren't too bad. The red ones with the black mm, shoulders yeah. and black pants combo. Not awful. That's but not like I bad. Said, the all-star ones are better. Mm-hmm. They were tougher. Sometimes the simpler looks, the tougher look. Agreed. Look at the old, um, oh. like, Bengals jerseys. Yeah. The old fucking Raiders jersey is straight up black. <laughs> so what now to the moving on to the Falcons? Yeah, let's go to the Falcons. The Falcons. Okay. Um, another team I always thought had good jerseys, Hell man. Yeah. And you know they brought the red helmets back this year? Love them. Yeah. But that's really cool. Love them. Yeah. That's a cool red jersey, actually. Yeah. I think that's my favorite, actually. That one? They're old. The old They're red old one? red ones. Yeah. That's really cool, actually. But these, man. Those are my favorite. The black Dion's. These are tough. I got bar that one for a birthday one year. We're looking at the uh, 90. between 90 and 96. We're looking at Dion right here, man. Uh, looking clean and crispy. And black. And the black. That's, yeah, my, that's my favorite. The red's really cool. I love the red alternate. Because it's very different. Yes. Too, yes. But I got us. That that black is too good. These suck. Yeah, those were stupid. Um, the, Vic the Vic era, era what do you they're think? They're not bad. They that, that, bad. That was like a new era of like Atlanta Falcon football, which was cool. Yeah, so, they're most current. They're okay. Yeah, they're fine. But yeah. all right, me, so you're give going. Me the, give me the Black Dion's all day. The ninety through ninety six yeah. era. Um, that red's cool as hell, though. I really like the red, though, man. It's really but, cool with the red helmet. Too. And I'm a sucker for like cool alternates. That's what that is, too. Oh, uh, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna yeah. go with the red. Go man, on. those traditional black ones kick ass. The too. They're the coolest. All Even right. the whites are nice. Yeah, but another black. team with good jersey history, uh-huh. man. Oh yeah, you're blessed. If you have some, you're blessed to have good jersey history. Okay, so we got the Buccaneers done. We got uh-huh. the Falcons done. Now we're going to move on to. Now, who we got next? We're going to do, 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 the, the Saints. Saints. Now, the Saints they have some different attires, man. They're always kind of changing. They have some already. I got to say, though, I think my favorites might be the ones with like the Archie Manning years where it's like the, the black, black and gold. Gold. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. The black with the gold numbers and stuff. Now they, you know, they have a few different variations, but over the years, I mean, the core concepts of their jerseys yeah. have been pretty much the same. Man. Yeah. Um, now they had like those really um, the gold ones. I think during uh-huh. the Arch Manning years, you're talking about, yeah. which I like. Um, reminds me of the Port Reading Saints. Uh huh. Exactly. <laughs> um, but and then then they transition to those lighter gold ones, which is kind, kind of, of what they now. wear now. Um, but I love when they rock the black pants too. Uh huh. Like if they wear the when they wear the black tops with the uh-huh. black pants and the gold helmet. Yep. Those look mean, yep. man. I like those a lot. Um, oh, yeah. So, but yeah. So I like the the old school Archie Manning day ones yep. that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I'm going with. And the and I like the black on blacks. Yeah. Well, I consider those the same. Yeah. So, the same jersey, just both black pants. I, I'll go with that as well. I think we're on oh, the same yeah. page. Oh, but, yeah, that's easy. I mean, so far, dude, listen, NFC South have, have good jerseys. Great jersey history down there. Because a lot of those teams are kind of new. Even the older teams, you know, though, they fucking, they do have great, and the team we're about to go to now, too, the Carolina Panthers, another team with great jersey history, you know? Yeah, uh, although I don't like their current ones. No. Uh, they're okay. I mean, I yeah, I just think they have, like, their, uh, their black Jersey, the Steve Smith years, those are sick. Yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah, I think those are my favorite too. But even though I do like the, I the do teal. Like the teal blue is nice. And the whites are always clean. But yeah. their black jersey is the best jersey. I'm not seeing them on this list yeah, either. it's weird that they don't have them up there. Because I agree exist. with you. Yeah. <laughs> nah, no, no shots of the black ones on here. This is Panthers.com. We'll look it up separately, but like. When we start getting into the NBA, it's going to be tricky because the fucking Knicks changing their jerseys every fucking year. Oh, my year, God. Right? Yeah, these ones, right? Yes. The Steve Smith era ones. Yeah. The black. I like their original jerseys, uh-huh. too. Yeah. The Steve Berline era. Oh, yeah. We have one of those black <laughs> Berlines if anybody's interested. <laughs> Again, we love bad quarterbacks. Yep. It's the constant idea. But, yeah, I like, you know, their black. I think their, their, their original black uniform is their best uniform. 
Agreed, brother. All right, oh, so yeah. cool. So AFC, the NFC that wraps South. up the yeah. NFC South, man. We have to see if we did the AFC South. I don't know if we did. <laughs> I if don't know we either. Did, we have to. I think the NFL might be done. But either way, the NFL's coming to an end. So and uh, yeah, so is this episode. Ending. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we're gonna put it to sleep. Uh, we have this week's <laughs> moment of the week. Uh, I can't pull it. At the moment. So Dom's going to do it for me in post, but I'm going to tell you about it. I could feel there's a few things I was looking at. I could have picked a few things. At first, I was thinking about um, picking the photographer that got pushed by um, Devontae Devontae Adams. Adams. That was a fucking asshole move. Because, yeah, it was an asshole move. But police charges? Pussy. That's pussy right there. You are softer than baby shit if you're bringing up police charges for that. Sue them on your own time. You don't have to go to fucking police charges. But oh, I'd have a conversation with them for sure. Oh yeah, I'm saying for I'm, sure. Oh yeah, there's, there's, you're gonna get man to man conversation. But either way, you're not fuck police charges, pussy. So I didn't go that route though. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I did go a different pussy route. <laughs> if fucking you are an NFL ref, you got to learn to take it, man. Like I don't know how new this guy is. But last week, there was, I forget which game it was. He made a call. Those fans were tearing into him, going in. And he had to make the call. And when he got on the ring, he just couldn't handle it. He sounded like he was going to cry. It was like this. There's no foul in the play for blocking the back. Timeout. Yeah, that is the sound of a soft individual. A very big bitch. And that's this week's (laughs) moment of the week because... Just not made that way. Just not built. Just not built the hard way, I guess. But when you're soft like that, maybe the NFL refing is like just not the job for you. <laughs> so that is going to wrap up the t- this week's episode of the All Star Vintage Podcast, episode twenty nine. Next, we're going to be coming with you a spooky episode thirty. Well, paranormal. Maybe talk. we'll do a paranormal episode. I like it. I like it. A little um, freaky. And if you guys like what you hear and you want to support the show, as always, you could visit allstarvintage.shop for all your favorite vintage sports gear. That's right. Everybody, take it fucking sleazy. We out. This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it.